oh yeah, that moose has never moved, but there's always fresh meat. People are gonna think I'm crazy. <laughs> I am a little crazy. But yeah. It's time. All right, Hildo spills the beans. All right, let's do this. <laughs> Tonight I have with me my friend who is a homeless, unemployed veteran, uh, Lee. <laughs> Hello. Lee has been honorably discharged from the Air Force, and now he's living the nomad life, and he's here now in my basement. I'm very excited. <laughs> uh, we have been friends for a very long time. I don't know. How long do you think it's been? It's been... It's been over 25 years. Jeez. Like, yeah. I mean... It has been. Yeah. I. It to- yeah. It's, it's been, been a long it's time. It's been over 25 That's, years. Yeah. We're old. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of crazy to think about. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. It was, it was fun for me arranging the questions because... Some I knew the answers for because we've yeah. been friends for so long. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to hit them up with some different ones that I don't normally do. And I know that you've seen some things <laughs> being in com- like like stuff. being in the Air Force, you know, you were part of the war and and you've seen some things. So we're going to talk about that. All right. We're going to talk about your nomad lifestyle. <laughs> it's going to be good. All right. Uh, first, what is your midnight snack? My midnight snack. That's the one I always start on. I knew this was coming. Yeah. Okay. Good. A couple shows. Yeah. Okay. Good. I would say my midnight snack is whatever is easily available. Okay. Um, I I don't have anything like specific that I go for, but if I like get up and I go to the fridge and I open it, whatever I can grab easily without any like preparation, that's gonna be it. Just a tube of liverwurst and some crackers. If that's all I had, I would do it. I usually I would say if I'd probably lean towards like a meat. Okay. So if there's like lunch meat in the fridge, I'll just grab just, some of that and mow down. Just straight lunch meat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Maybe a piece of cheese too. Do you have a particular lunch meat that's your favorite? Ham, I would say, is my favorite. All right. Yeah. Next question. All right. What book or movie could you read or watch over and over again? Oh, and if man. you have a book and a movie, feel free to say both. We've always we've always connected on. I mean, I've always loved to talk to you about what you're reading lately because yeah. we're both readers. We like to read, talk about it. Yeah. So. So there. But if you got a movie, it's fine too because for we books, um, there's there's several books that I've read multiple times. Um, I think like the Lord of the Rings is one of my all time favorites. Read that one a few times. Right. Uh, it's a long read, obviously. But it's good. Such a good story, even multiple times through. The story stays, you know. Yeah. Well, uh, I think I've read Fellowship of the Ring twice. Okay. But, yeah. Sorry. Um, Ender's Game is another one. Oh. Um, Orson Scott Card. That book is amazing. So have you, have you branched out and read the sequels? I have. Okay. Uh, well, so I've read, the, you know, there's there's the two branches of sequels. Yeah. So uh, the the what's, shadow what's... the shadow series of sequels where it like stays on Earth and follows all the events of the the fellow battle school kids that go back to Earth. What's the what's the kid with the the name the Bean. B Bean Bean? Okay, it's Bean. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's like the the immediate sequel is is Ender's Shadow, I think it's called. It's basically mm-hmm. the same story of Ender's Game, but from Bean's perspective. 
Um, so I've read that whole set of sequels. Okay. Um, great which, books. Which storyline do you like better? Um, as far as like the two branches of sequels. Yeah. Uh, I like the shadow ones better. The, really? I okay. do. Cause the ones that follow Ender, um, the second one is 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 good. That I, I, that, it's either Speaker for the Dead or Speaker of the Dead. I can't remember. Yes, yeah, I loved that. I love. Yeah, I, I almost liked it better than Ender's Game. That was a great book. Yeah. Then after that, it just it gets a little out there. Yeah, my brother told me like skip because it's xenophobe or something. Xenocide Zeno, or xenocide or, Zeno, or something. Yeah, yeah, xenocide. I think it is. He told my brother was like, "Oh, skip that. That one is strange." It. Okay. Yeah. So Ender's Game, I've read several times. Um, Count of Monte Cristo is another one I've read several times. That's just a fantastic book too. One of my all-time. We're talking unabridged. Unabridged. Several times. Yeah, yeah. So for th- those are books that I've I can read over and over and still enjoy. Um, another another one I've read probably four times. It's called Old Man's War. It's I've a science fiction book. Uh, the author's name is oh man I think it's like John. Galsy or something along those okay. something like that. But, is it when was it written? Do you do you know? Uh relatively recent. I think I want to say within the last decade or so. Oh, okay. Um it's it's very reminiscent of like uh Robert Heinlein. Um kind of Starship Troopers esque. Oh, right. Um just a really cool book. I like it a lot. The the basic premise is like well, people that live on Earth, um, once they're 75 years old, then they can enlist in like the, uh, the, I forget what it's called, but it's basically like the, the space military. Okay. Uh, and so on earth, like they, you don't hear anything about it other than like, okay, you can enlist once you're old. Yeah. Um, but then like they go to the space, like, and then it turns out that like the, they're the, the earth is trying to expand to other planets and stuff, okay. but there's a lot of other species out there, alien species that are also trying to miss. So a lot of conflict there, but wow, I don't want to spoil anything in the right. book because it's some I'm of the. S- I'm curious now. Some of the stuff you read is like that's a really cool premise and idea. Yeah. Um, After this, you'll you'll have to tell me the books again, <laughs> and I'll write them down, and then I can. I've got a I've got an ongoing list of books that people mention when I when I interview them, so then I can yeah. just kind of keep them off of my checklist. So. Yeah. Um, man, so as far as movies, I can watch over and over again. Um, I feel there's a lot out there cause I'm, I'm very easily entertained, I think. Mm-hmm. So I can, I can find enjoyment in a movie I've seen several times, but I, if there's one that I've watched just a million times is probably dumb and dumber. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I can almost recite that entire movie. I think. It's a great movie. <laughs> it is. It's awesome. It is. I think it's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, we've been watching the newsroom, like I was telling you. Yeah, Jeff Daniels is like this <laughs> yes. really straight laced newsman. Yeah, and I and I love the show, but I'm like this dude. Was it's it's so funny to see Harry. him in serious <laughs> roles when you know him from Dumb and Dumber, like especially because yeah, no, that was yeah. I mean, that was right in our formative years when, right. when oh, that movie came oh, out. Man. I, and we listened to that soundtrack to death yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I remember listening to that soundtrack over and over. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing Jeff Daniels as uh, he played George Washington in some some movie or oh, TV really? show. Yeah. Oh man, and like so it's like totally serious. Yeah, 
and just seeing him as George Washington, I was like, I cannot take you seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I personally, I think he's a phenomenal actor. He is absolutely yeah, I think he's yeah. great. Uh, did you see Dumb and Dumber Two? I did. How was I that? Did. I didn't. I avoided that one. I I saw I was, like the pre the preview. I was, was very skeptical of it when like, I first saw the preview. Yeah. I was like, "Oh man, I don't know how they're gonna do this." They did not catch me when he was pulling the catheter out of his body. <laughs> that didn't that didn't make me be like, "Oh, I gotta go see that movie." Yeah, and so <clears throat> I watched it and I enjoyed it, but okay. I, I kind of went into it with the mindset of like, it, "There's no way it's gonna live up to the first one." Right. And I think and they realized that in making it, you can tell. Because one, they, it's not that they reused a lot of jokes, but they hit upon a lot of the jokes from the first one, kind of like, and they did it in a way that was just like, you know, that they're like, we're not trying to make as yeah, good of a, a movie. Callback. We're just trying to make a fun movie that is like an, almost more of like an homage to the first one. You okay. Know? Yeah. So I enjoyed it. All right. So I should Redbox it or something. Yeah, yeah. Don't spend a lot of money to, yeah. to see it. Redbox is a sponsor now, so I got I got <laughs> I have to say their name it. six times throughout this. Plug all your sponsors. Yeah, <laughs> Redbox. <laughs> I use it all the time. You can use it online. Click, reserve it. Larry McDonald's now. <laughs> Not <laughs> now. They've they've been at McDonald's since the beginning. There's been Redboxes in McDonald's. Oh yeah. Wow, I've never noticed that. Really. <laughs> At least around here, they're they're yeah, man. yeah. I don't red box very often. Oh man, actually ever. But. Well, you should think about red boxing. I'm red box. Now, so I... <laughs> <laughs> How many times that? To, is that it's enough? Hard to did watch. I, it. Did I hit the? <laughs> did I hit it? <laughs> I got. <laughs> they're paying me and being able to supersize my meal at McDonald's <laughs> for free while I enjoy a supersize a, uh, supersized meal at McDonald's. I can select my red box. <laughs> And we're gonna we're gonna record that again and then loop it. It's gonna <laughs> just just at the end of every episode. Oh man. Ready for another one? Let's do it. Okay. If you could be any animal, what would you be? If I could be any animal, man. Probably a tiger. Uh, specific kind? Uh, I don't know. We'll say Bengal tiger. Nice. That's what I was picturing. You know, your your, picturing standard, a, a your standard tiger. Right. Yeah, that's Siberian white tiger stuff. That, or no, I guess Siberian tigers aren't white, but white tiger. Okay. Yeah. So we'll go with like a normal like Bengal tiger. Because one, they're an apex predator. So okay. The only... I guess the only thing that's messing with tigers is man, which, <laughs> which we do. Which you can't if you're an animal, you can't escape man's effects and right. uh, things like that. So right. If man were not around, nobody's messing with tigers. Okay. You know. Right. So there's that. They're also kind of solitary, um, which I feel like I'm. I don't know. I'm not. It's not that I'm a solitary person, but I'm. I've I've been called a hermit by some people. Really, I guess like it's. I mean, you you enjoy your alone time. I do. I do very much. Would I? you would you say that you get because uh, you know that whole classic introvert extrovert like extroverts get kind of charged up being around people. Would you say you recharge when you're by yourself? Yes. Okay. Definitely. Um, and I I I enjoy being social. Yeah. In social situations, especially with friends and people that I like, and I, I enjoy meeting new people too. Yeah. But I can only do so much of that. Like. I definitely need my alone time to, 
to just center myself. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, I I can relate to that big time. Yeah. So I think as a, as a tiger, I I could get that. Yeah. I always uh I immediately think of the zoo, <laughs> the tigers at the zoo because the Minnesota Zoo is uh kind of known for their tiger ex- exhibit. Yeah. yeah. I think which I think is this is a total rabbit trail, but. <laughs> So they have a fake moose in the exhibit, and they have a tube. In the tiger exhibit? Yeah. They have a and, fake moose? Yeah, laying on its side like it's dead. And then they have a tube that lines, that goes into the belly of the moose. So then they put their raw meat through the tube into the... <laughs> so the tigers actually eat out of the yeah, the, belly the tigers of this fake of, moose. Yeah, eat out of the belly of this <laughs> fake moose. And to a tiger, like a tiger, do you think they go... Oh yeah, that moose has never moved, but there's always fresh meat. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like the tigers are like, "This is ridiculous." I don't, I don't know why they have this <laughs> container here, but they feed us. So but I'm freaking hungry. So that's cool. Gonna... <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> that's my rabbit trail. You're, you're welcome. That's, that's Red box. Ridiculous. This I think could be interesting. This next question, because I know you have seen some things. So. What is the strangest thing you have ever seen? Oh man, the strangest thing I've ever seen. One of the strangest things I've ever seen is actually, I guess, has to do with like more of a natural phenomenon. So I was, when I, one of the times that I was deployed in Kuwait in the summer, they get a lot of sandstorms over there in the desert, in Iraq, Kuwait, that whole area. It's a miserable area, and uh, it's I, um, from the stories you've told. It sounds pretty <laughs> awful. I never want to go back. But um, we're I was flying coming back from Iraq back to Kuwait, and um, we were basically flying right over the sandstorm as it was blowing across the desert. Mm-hmm. And I just remember like looking down at it and just being like, "That is insane!" It was like this. So you could wall... see the sandstorm from above. Oh yeah. It was like this Crazy. wall of dirt just moving across the desert. Wow. Like, I, I don't know. Um, man, I think in one of the Mummy movies, I think they, they kind of do a scene like that. Yeah. And that's no kidding. What it looked like from the air. Crazy. It was like, there's this wall of dirt moving across the desert. And so we're like, man, we hope, I hope we beat this like back yeah. into the base. How, how, how tall was it? Uh, it Probably like a couple hundred feet. Oh, okay. Um, and so, so I mean, you were high above it. Yeah, we were high, but we were several thousand the... feet above right, it. Right. Okay. But you could see it, like visibly moving across the desert. Wild. And so we're luckily we land ahead of it by probably you know I don't know twenty miles or so, so just ahead of it. And then we so we land, we get on the ground, get back inside at least, and then the sandstorm hits and just rolls right through, and it's just this like sandpaper wind oh <laughs> and this is the first time you were in a sandstorm yeah this is the first time i experienced okay. a sandstorm so it's just like sandpaper on your skin just oh that sounds blowing awful through. that is that is wild so that is that's one of the cr- strangest things i've ever seen it was this uh legit sandstorm in the desert in kuwait you lived through the mummy three the scorpion king yes the rock was there <laughs> I saw him. The terrible... Actually, I, I couldn't see him because you couldn't see him. You, you could see about 100 you just, feet. You just saw the face of whatever that mummy... Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever like that guy skull was. Skull coming out <laughs> of his <laughs> That's weird. Uh, yeah. Oh, that is a, that's a good story. 
now that you're okay this question um you'll hopefully feel a little bit safer answering it now that you're not in the air force anymore <laughs> i wouldn't want you to offend your the country that you're serving but if you could get rid of one state in the u.s which would it be and why <laughs> this is a safe place oh man rid of one state but if i lose my red box sponsor i'm gonna be pissed man maybe new jersey <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> i don't know why is uh, that i just i've i've found no redeeming quality of that state <laughs> I, if you're from new jersey i apologize um I haven't seen everything in the state. Maybe there is some some good things for it. But uh I just I you know, I've been there several there was a base that was in New Jersey, so I've been there several times. Okay. It's, it's in kind of the middle of nowhere, New Jersey. So maybe I don't have the best perception okay. of it. But just no redeeming quality of all the times I was there. <laughs> well, the, and you've been to Kuwait. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If, if Kuwait was a state, I would hands down get rid of that before New Jersey. <laughs> Good to know. But they do have oil, so I guess that is a redeeming quality. Yeah, no kidding. I don't know. Uh, yeah, New Jersey or maybe Alabama or Mississippi. Cause okay. I've I've been to actually I've never actually been to Mississippi, but <laughs> you just know I've been to Alabama a couple of times for I've training been, stuff. Yeah, I've been to Alabama once. And, Birmingham. Uh, so I, I've spent. One time I was there for six weeks in August and September, and then I was there for eight weeks in August. In Alabama? August, September, and um Oof, so October, it's just like brutally hot. Which is like the most miserable time of the year to yeah. be in Alabama. Yeah, it's yeah. hot. Absolutely miserable. Just the humidity and, ugh. Okay, I got to figure out how to word this one. If you could choose anyone to have dinner with, who would it be? anyone it's up to you if they're alive or dead i feel like i'd want to go with someone dead okay um just so you could get a totally separate set of experiences it's like someone right. like kind of long dead right like before a time that i even lived so maybe since we since we mentioned the the ghost of teddy roosevelt earlier <laughs> tonight when we were when we were talking uh, <laughs> I think Teddy but, Roosevelt would be incredibly interesting. He would be super interesting to have dinner with. A little context, like the stuff that dude has done. Is oh crazy. yeah. Oh yeah. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, national parks, highways. Yeah. Uh, he was shot during a speech and finished his speech. Finished his speech. He worked yeah. it. He worked it into the speech. Hey. He was like, "This is gonna take more <laughs> to he's, kill me." He's kind of a badass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Teddy. Yeah. I, um. You know. Since we, yeah. Should we tell, should I, should I <laughs> if you, disclose if you wanna, that? If you want to admit to this context. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'll admit to it. Uh, Hildo's spilling the beans for real. I, uh, last presidential election, I voted for the ghost of Teddy Roosevelt. It was a write-in. That's, that's what yeah. America needed. Obviously, he didn't get elected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's what, it's what he needed. <laughs> it's not what we wanted. It's what we needed. <laughs> 
That's how people are gonna think I'm crazy. <laughs> I am a little crazy. But yeah, there's I think there's a lot of a lot of historical figures I think would be awesome so to have dinner with. I kinda took over on that. Like you just are quite impressed with what he did and who yeah. he was. And... Um all of his, his just accomplishments that he did. Um he uh He did do highways, right? I'm not making that up. Did he help out with highways? Some of it, maybe. I, okay. I don't remember for sure. National um, parks, for sure, right? He like he explored the Amazon. Uh, almost died down there. Man, got sick with some, you know, crazy Amazonian disease. But yeah, he explored part of the Amazon. And, you know, did like a bunch of the, like his military. Um, I don't know. Adventures and accolades are pretty cool things. And he was he was really into. Like sport hunting, yeah, all of his big big hunting trips right. in Africa, right? Um, but he but he did it for a weird reason, like he I if I remember this correctly, I think he kind of said I'm doing this so I can bring these animals back and show people that how incredible these animals are and we need to preserve them. Yeah, like, which is, which is <laughs> a little backwards. Like, well, I mean, but uh, yeah, <laughs> but back then nobody really had access to to see yeah, an elephant. If you think in the about US. the time, yeah, you know. As far as the or whatever speed and of other information, animals. right? You know, right? People, people in America, I mean, sure, most people knew what Africa was, or that it was this strange, you know, crazy continent that wasn't even fully explored at that time, right? But yeah, you bring back these amazing exotic creatures, and like, look, this is what's over there. Like, we need to work to make sure it stays there. You know? Yeah, don't wipe it out. Right. A little backwards, but yeah. Maybe not know. the best way to right. to champion that yeah. cause, but yeah. didn't work for all the animals. No, <laughs> so, no, yeah, yeah. still, still a problem right. nowadays. <laughs> I think that's that's a good answer. This could get interesting too. I think. What is one conspiracy theory that you believe to be true? Man, <laughs> my problem with this one is I always just have to pick one. <laughs> They're all true. <laughs> Every, you don't even know, Dave. Every, I've been on the inside. Yeah, I know. You know I know. That's, that's why I'm so excited to ask this question. I know you've been on the inside. <laughs> don't worry about giving us classified oh, in- information. It's fine. Oh yeah, no, no one's. Who's they gonna Who's gonna find? They out? can't touch you now. You're out. <laughs> they gotta find me first. This is I'm all off, just I'm gonna off be the grid. censored. There's gonna be one long beep during this part. Well, I would say I believe beep. <laughs> um mind blown I, I mean i'm not i'm not a very big conspiracy theory guy um and so i think it's i think it's funny some of the conspiracy theories out there are just so ridiculous but people are so passionate about it they really are and for me like, having been in the military for a decade um, I laugh at some of the people's conspiracies about like the government and the military and what they're doing because having been in the military, they are so inefficient in some ways. <laughs> right. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's like any business you see is, the inside. There's and you're like, so Whoa. much bureaucracy and red tape. Like there's no possible way that there could be this like super secret facility that gets all this money that has all these crazy things going on. Don't tell me that, Lee. Like, don't tell me this, and, Lee. You know, maybe, 
Maybe it's true, but <laughs> thank you. Give me that little spark. I'll give you, I'll give like you the shadow of Santa hope there. Exist. You know, it's possible. I will say it's possible. But from what I've seen, it. I don't know. It's far fetched. Okay. Um, just with how I don't know. With how much work goes into even even like moving an airplane from point A to point B. Like there's so many, so many wheels in this machine. Right. That in order for like these crazy like top secret facilities, like, <laughs> one, there's no way they're gonna stay top secret. <laughs> so Area fifty one. That's Area fifty one. Just... Area fifty one probably exists in some form or fashion. Um whether or not everything that happens at Area fifty one that people think happens there yeah. is true. That's you know. Right. Like, as far as like aliens landing at Roswell. Right. I don't, maybe it's true. That'd be really hard. Yeah. You're open minded about it. Yeah. And I, I approach everything with an open mind. I like that. Because yeah. I was there's there's possibilities for almost anything out there in my mind. There's so much that we don't know. Yeah. You know, as far as like aliens, entirely possible that they exist. Right. Whether or not they care about what's going on on Earth, I don't know. Yeah. Whether or not they've even developed any technology that like all the sci-fi stories kind of go about i don't know i saw two recent headlines one was we will find aliens in the next decade to 25 years yeah it was like some nasa guy yeah nasa guy said that but they also said that it's probably going to be like micro it's yeah it's going to be like some bacterial organism that we find on a planet somewhere which is still very cool. I think. Right. They're just about a billion years away from becoming anything important. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so, so we'll probably be gone as a species the Earth by will then. will probably be gone. <laughs> and these aliens will rise up out of the primordial ooze. <laughs> and they'll go along the same path as us. And, so, and life goes on. Life, <laughs> life, life finds a way. Life I'm will the, find a way. I'm the dude from Jurassic Park. <laughs> So I guess that that's a conspiracy theory. I believe that aliens boom exist. There we go. I we got to it. it. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Next question: What are two of your bucket list items? Oh man, and it's up to you. You could do one or two. So one, <laughs> there's this one thing that a a buddy of mine and I talked about doing. A long time ago, he's a buddy of mine from the Air Force, and he discovered it. I don't know where, but we read about it and was like, "This sounds amazing!" And so it's in either Argentina or Chile. There's a volcano that you can bungee jump off a helicopter right, like basically into the crater of the Whoa. volcano. Whoa. <laughs> and that sounds awesome to me. Um, but it costs like 10 grand. So that kind of was like oh, man. a setback right. for us. We're like that, like as much fun as that would be, that's, that's right. a lot of money to spend just to go do that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think bungee jumping off a helicopter into over, the belly of a volcano, into the belly of a volcano, I think that would be pretty sweet. That would be insane. <laughs> Active volcano. Yeah. I mean, well, um, we went to Nicaragua together. Yeah. 
And we saw an active volcano. We did. It was smoking. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I threw a coconut into it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? I don't remember the coconut. <laughs> I bought a, I bought like a, a drilled out coconut. So you drank the milk and then you, oh, <laughs> just chuck. And it then in. I chucked it in. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's one bucket list. Item. Oh yeah, yeah. I think the other one that I would just absolutely love to do is go into space. Like, even if it's just, you know, like whatever the, the tourism space flights they're doing where you just kind of skim yeah. the edge of space. I still think that would be incredibly awesome. When we flew, we used to, uh, in the air force, we would carry night vision goggles with us. Cause sometimes we needed them for the mission hardly mm-hmm. ever, but it was the most fun to just throw them on. Like one, one of the coolest things I ever saw with night vision goggles was the Northern Lights. Whoa. We were flying um, pretty far north over the Atlantic. And so it was, you know, the right time of year for the Northern Lights. And so it was cool enough just like flying through them because you almost oh, felt like man. you were inside of them being up that close. We were, you know, 35,000 feet. That's crazy. In the middle of them. But then you throw on these night vision goggles and like everything's green. So it kind of takes away a little bit in that respect. Right. But you pick up so much more light with those yeah that it's just like the it's just like dancing around the lights are just like dancing around whoa in the scope it's amazing so totally cool while you're flying yeah it's like while we're flying just bored at cruise the autopilot's flying the airplane anyway so <laughs> good to know <laughs> all we have to do is stay awake and uh yeah so that's cool but anyways just with night vision goggles putting them on just on a normal night you see just thousands upon thousands more stars than you are able to with your naked eye. And so wow. just seeing that, just fr- even from the earth and looking up and being like, there is so much out there. Yeah. I think it'd be amazing to be able to go into space, even if it is just skimming, you know, skimming the outer edge of the atmosphere here. Right. Just to be able to see all that in a much more personal and close view. Yeah, I agree. That would be amazing. So I think for my bucket list, I'm going to have to get pretty rich. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Go on Virgin Airlines space Yeah, yeah. space trip yep. called Richard Branson. Or ba- Branson, right? Branson. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Call him up. <laughs> Dick Branson. Hey, man. Uh, hook me up. <laughs> Let's go. Maybe sitting next to Justin Timberlake riding on the airplane. This is one of the three that I will always ask. Next question time. When was the last time you were afraid? Never. Never been afraid. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Check. Easy. Um, have you ever actually touched into your emotions? <laughs> I have no emotions. I'm actually a robot on the inside. I'm a tiger. No. <laughs> Roar. And the last time I was afraid... Uh, so I think it, the, your level of it's your choice on the <laughs> level of fear that you want to talk about. I'll say the um, the most the most intense fear I've ever experienced comes from this this phenomenon called sleep paralysis. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but I guess it affects like I don't know five six percent of the population mm-hmm. where you'll. Basically, you'll you'll kind of you'll wake up. It's kind of in like a semi-lucid state, mm-hmm. and you can't move or speak. Mm-hmm. But your brain is kind of functioning, 
and your eyes work. And you can also, so that's like, that's kind of scary in itself. That like yeah. You're awake, but you can't move or speak. Right. But then you can also experience hallucinations with this. And so one of the more vivid ones that I've had, and this happens to me, it's not like frequent, but it's. Right. It's it a happens. Reg- I guess, yeah. a, you know, a regular enough thing. Uh, the most vivid one that I've had, um, there was, so wake up and like, you know, can't move or speak. But then I also, there's like a, I feel like a pressure on my leg. Yeah. And I look and it looks like there's this creature that's like the rodent of unusual size from the princess bride mm-hmm. kind of looks like that, but with glowing red eyes. Whoa. That's like on my leg. And so wow. this in my mind, this is totally, <laughs> totally real in my mind, right. but I can't move or speak. Right. This thing is on my leg. Um, so that is probably the, like the most terrifying thing I've ever experienced. Uh, yeah. Um, and I've, like at the time, I didn't know like what sleep paralysis was. I didn't know it was right. like a thing. Right. Um. So that freaked me out even more. Like, you know, whatever. Um. But now I've, I've since done some research on it, and it's like the way it's all kind of theoretical because it's all, sure. all it has to do with you know right. it's all brain stuff. So they don't know exactly right. the processes that happen in your brain, but the way that the theories are, they kind of explain the the chemistry and the biological reaction of what's what they think is happening. Mm-hmm. And it makes it makes some some sense. And so when I whenever it happens now, it's like for whatever like my brain realizes like, okay, I I understand a little bit more of what's happening. Right. Um and I haven't had any more it. haven't had any more rat creatures on my leg either. So So do you so I've had that happen to me too. So do you just like and what happens with me is I kind of wake up. Yeah. So eventually, like, like eventually, you snap out of it. I always assumed that I was still asleep because the times that it's happened to me, I haven't had any rat creatures. Although I did have a time where I felt like somebody was like tugging on my arm. Yeah. And so, it like I've had different, like most of the time I don't see anything or feel anything during this. It's just my because so frozen. do they say that your eyes kind of shut down too? I, it, it's I think it it's different for some different people. Like sometimes, um, it may just be purely hallucin. Like you, it may, your, your eyes may not even be open, but you, mm-hmm. you know, you think you're seeing whatever it is. Right. It's like one of the other. Um, I've heard a I've heard a ton of people talk about it and attribute it to like more supernatural stuff. Yeah, and that like it is certainly certainly entirely possible that it's a supernatural thing. Um. And that's actually kind of when I was reading about this, especially when it first, you know, started being written about hundreds of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it was all attributed to was sure. supernatural stuff. Yeah. Um, obviously, they didn't have the science to to look deeper into it. Yeah. That's it. Actually, I think it might even be where the term nightmare originates. Oh. Is from this, and a lot of it, I guess, one of the more common. Um, things that people feel is like someone sitting on their chest mm-hmm. or something sitting on their chest mm-hmm. so the feeling that they can't yeah. breathe um i don't know I, if you look it up on wikipedia you can you'll learn a lot about it sleep paralysis <laughs> yeah yeah um but so yeah so i don't know if you're if you are technically awake 
So or if it's just so the rat the rat one when that happened to you, and you woke up finally, kind of snapped out of it. Did that fear stay with you? Oh, it did for a while. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't get back to sleep the rest of that night. Oh like, man, <laughs> like I was up with the lights on, like freaking out. Yeah, you know, for a while. Foof. How old were you? Uh, I don't know. This was probably within the last like five years. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I don't want to dive too much. I I always say like every episode, I'm like I don't want to like <laughs> answer my own question. Yeah. But I uh, oh man. Sometimes you have those nightmares where they stick with you for a while. Oh yeah. Where like something happens. This was last weekend, and I uh, I was laying in bed. It was three thirteen because I looked at my clock, and all of a sudden I heard this little kid say, "It's time," <laughs> and it was it was like whispered, "It's it's time," <laughs> and I was really really freaked out, and then I looked up and I didn't have my glasses on, and I saw. I, I thought a, it was Max. What looked like a figure of a. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Max sitting by my. Uh, in front of our window, yeah. And when I kind of like re-squinted my eyes, no max, nothing, nothing, nothing there, nothing. It's freaky. Yeah, I I have no idea how to explain it. It stuck with me for a while. I was oh, yeah. just like, what? Like middle like, of the night stuff. I'm sure my brain was coming out of that sleep and like, yeah. You hear you hear things like I don't think there was a ghost child in my room saying it's time. And I blame. Just, I mean, some especially when you're coming from that that dream to waking state like something you don't know when your mind is still in the dream you know what like right. how, how quickly it comes back right. online yeah. yeah so good luck sleeping in my house tonight <laughs> <laughs> good good all right <laughs> it's gonna the, be way stranger than a wall I'll, of sand <laughs> i'll be on the lookout for any ghost children <laughs> yeah uh, right. we'll take that story offline i have more <laughs> This this next one is a new one for me. What stresses you out? You're a pretty laid back dude. I At least I'm, on the outside you are. Yeah. I'm I'm laid back for sure. Um I think when I when I am stressed, I don't show it. But I can say I guess you know, recently, um, since I got out of the military, I'm I'm trying to get into grad school. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to get into business school, so I had to take the GMAT. And so that definitely stressed me out, like trying to study for that. Oh uh, yeah, and and I I wanted to do very well on it to try to get into. A it's good been a school. long time since I've had to take a standardized test like yeah. that. Yeah, and and that was the thing. Like it's been, so, I mean, so long since I've even been in an academic setting. So like trying to study for this test, and I got one of the study books, and that that helped immensely. But even still, just trying to study for that. Um, like taking all these practice tests and then the actual test itself was incredibly stressful. It was just like four hours of like no break for your mind, you know, and you're constantly, like you can't help but think about, right. You know, if I screwed up this question, you know, like crap, what does that mean for the, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. So that, that's one of the most recent things that is, that definitely stressed me out. Um, Okay, last question time. Then you then you get to ask me a question too. Right. What is the best advice you have ever received? 
Oh, man. I don't know if I could think of like one specific, one specific piece of advice that someone's given me that's just stuck with me. But I think the, the best things I've learned in life are, I'll say two. One is you know, whatever you do, just work hard and try to be good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I think that even if, even if it's a, if you're doing a job you don't like still try to be good at it while you try to get to something you do like, or, you know, if you try to enjoy it, maybe if you at least allow yourself to the possibility of enjoying it, you might learn to as well. Mm-hmm. I think so many people get wrapped up in this job sucks. So I'm never going to Yeah, that's like kind it. of what we were talking about before we started recording. Yeah. yeah. So I think people's attitude in the job can, can go a long ways yeah big time um and then the for me the one of the big things that i always try to think about is to keep things in perspective because i think it's it's so easy to get wrapped up in little day-to-day things that bother you or that like oh man you know like i had a flat tire it's the end of the world Mm -hmm. blah 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 and it's like really (laughs) You have a car, you know, that, <laughs> yeah. you, that you drive all over. Yeah. You get a flat tire. Okay, it's a very big inconvenience at the time, yeah. sure. But you have a car that you're driving to your house that, you know, you live in. I don't know. It's That's always a big thing for me is keeping things in perspective. And that that was a big thing in the Air Force because there were so many, so many times where you're inconvenienced, um, like flying all over the world. You know, we'd get to a place and we'd have to wait like two hours for a bus to get to our hotel, whatever, when we're just exhausted after having flown for like a 20 hour day. Right. All we want to do is go like get to a bed. Um, And so it's so easy to complain about these little things that like when you take a step back, look at the big picture. It's like, okay, is this really affecting my life (laughs) Mm -hmm. in a serious way? You know, there it could be so much worse right now. Yeah. So that's been like, yeah, work hard, be good at what you do, and keep things in perspective. That's good. Yeah, keeping it in perspective is tough, especially when it comes to the small, like the flat tire thing rings true. Yeah, and it It is is tough. It's very tough, especially in the moment. Yeah. um, Because you're so pissed off. Right. (laughs) Right. But yeah, that's so I always, I consciously try to be like, take a step back. Look at the, big picture. the bigger picture. Be like, all right, look, is this really the end of the world? Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, it's your turn. I'm all ready. Right. I'm ready. Question, I, anything's fair. Question game. for you. Right. This, <clears throat> uh, so I thought I knew I knew you were gonna ask this because I've listened to a couple again. Okay. Um, so I, I was thinking about it. Like, this is that's kind of a tough one because I don't know. You're you're you got so many interesting things I could ask about, but. <laughs> I appreciate that. If um, <laughs> if think. you if you had a time machine, okay, for one week, a week, a week that you could go, so you could you could go, you can only go to one place okay. in time. You could just spend a week there. You can go forward or backwards. Oof. What would you do with it? And I would, I would go for a week. A week, I, you know, you get up to a week, I guess. You know, you know, if you want to go for a day, you can go for a day, but. You get to go experience some other period of time for a week. Oof. Okay. 
I thought about it myself. I'm like, man, I don't, there's so many possibilities. I know. I don't think I would do the future. Why not? Uh, I think that this might sound weird, but if I was there for a week, I would get really used to the stuff that you had in the future. (laughs) (laughs) And then you would come back and you'd be like, why don't we have this? Like, I cannot believe our cars run on gas still. Like, I'm paying $3 a gallon. We're in the future. It was air. And it was free. (laughs) And it was water. And everything was clean and great. Or, or, on the second hand, I could be like, man, the whole earth is on fire all to the time. (laughs) The future sucks. (laughs) The future is awful. (laughs) So, so. Max, sign up to go to Mars. (laughs) I think I would, I would, um. I would want to go probably like New Testament biblical times, like that era. Sure. Because I think we have, I mean, obviously I'm a Christian. I I mean, I mean, I guess I made it that obvious, but. While Jesus was alive or after like the beginning of the church? I would say while Jesus was alive. Um, I think it would be pretty difficult to try to blend in. <laughs> it's like assuming right, that you'd okay. be able all right, to all right. know, I'm blend in. Overthinking like, of that. A lot of assumptions um, with this time travel. I think namely that it's possible. Yeah, but, yeah. I, I think not that I would get all the answers, but um as a Christian, you're reading the Bible and reading all these different books, and I've read so many books on theology and like and um so much of the Bible is context. Like, you need to know what was happening in that time. You need to know, like, why somebody would be writing that. And you need to filter that through that and and apply it to your life. And and so... Which is hard to do thousands of years later. It's super hard, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and I... I, uh, I I read this book recently called Simply Jesus by N.T. Wright. N.T. Wright is... He's a really good writer. Insightful dude. But he was... He was kind of saying... Um putting Jesus in the correct context. It's almost like you didn't, you knew nothing about the JFK assassination and all you had was a memory book of like a memorial book that you bought at like the JFK memorial. Yeah. Where it's like not very detailed. It's just like people's accounts. And here's some pictures (laughs) and it's like, and you, you, you do, you wouldn't have any of the historical context. So you have to go back and, piece all that together and figure out what's going on. And so I think if I spent a week there, I could get a little bit better grasp on the context and come back. And I mean, I'm youth pastor Dave, like that teacher in me being like, yeah, well, no, this is how it really was. And be like, well, cause I was there. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) yeah, I actually spent a week there. So (laughs) I I know what I'm talking about. I thought I would be trapped in (laughs) the loony bin, but I would be like, I I know. There was not really three low, two loaves and three fishes, yeah, <laughs> or something like. That. And that, like, like I think I don't know for that reason, just to like see, because you know, obviously the Bible was written so long ago and then translated many times, many yeah, times over. Right. So you like, you have to wonder when even like even the deepest biblical scholars like I feel like you have to wonder what 
like have have things changed since they were originally written sure um you know what is what is the real story right so yeah being able to like go back and actually see like you know some of the miracles that jesus performed or whatever yeah to be able to or like, like sit in on the te- the teaching and being like oh yeah okay this like, is what he was right. saying this like this i get right um, yeah uh i think that'd be very cool personally i would love to go back to see dinosaurs as well Oh yeah, that... <laughs> it's hard to pick just one week of time that I would like to go explore. Well, I know, yeah. There's so many, yeah. There's so much that has happened on the Earth over the course of history. Yeah, yeah. you know, one week that'd be tough. Yeah, that yeah. the whole biblical thing is just kind of near and dear to me because I because yeah. I feel like all, a lot of people are grasping to try to figure out the context and the habit. oh, absolutely. And I think it's it was just one thing it. that people are not like in general. People aren't good at understanding the context of what's you know something written in the bible they'll take out of context which is i think a huge that's it's, led to so many problems oh yes yeah. um <clears throat> at the same time context with anything like oh yeah like the founding fathers i read about them and i totally judge some of the decisions that they made and yeah. like and like oh well this is what they were dealing with at this t- i like, think i would be more empathetic yeah to people and what they were going through instead of seeing it hundreds of years later it's so easy to look at like through through the i don't know through the lens of our world and our time which is doesn't apply you know Mm -hmm. right (laughs) things were so different right that was a good question but uh thank you for stopping stopping here on your nomad journey of course man and next thank you for dinner and a bed to sleep oh yeah next next stop thailand for you yeah thailand next week that's awesome Hopefully, hopefully i come back from it yeah, <laughs> you will <laughs> have to have you on again. Yeah, world. Well, I, I gotta be stories. back for the tiki party. So. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> See, I have the wrap ups. The wrap ups. I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> well, thanks for coming. I hope we're friends for another 25 years and then some. Hopefully. Until next time, listeners, when Hildo spills the beans. Lee, 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 Redbox. I use it all the time. You can use it online. Click reserve it. <laughs>